0: welcome back to the mind of multi podcast that wasn't the smoothest transition on the intro because i, I don't know if anybody noticed with apple if you have uh, if you've been using iPhones or you know about the playback feature that they finally had it seemed like you should've been able to fade in your your next song on on a playlist you should've been fade you shouldn't've been able to do that a while ago i always like doing it but anyway so i got the little thing so if i get down to the last 6 seconds you know I gotta be a little bit faster, I guess, in my transition. But anyway, thank you. Welcome to the Mind of Muncie podcast. If you are confused with the way this just started off, I do apologize. This is obviously uh, one of those situations that I was always kind of worried about going when we brought the show back and trying to keep up with the schedule. But I'm happy to be here. Happy to just at least get something out for you guys at a time in the manner. If you haven't noticed, my co-host Mo, my wife. And the daughter are not present for this particular episode, uh, mostly because, you know, kind of what happened, we, we should have put out a show on Valentine's Day, uh, but things did not, Well, we should have recorded a show on Valentine's Day, so the week of Valentine's Day, that that Friday or something, I should have released something, uh, so some of these topics, uh, a couple anyway, I know, would be one of some stuff that probably should have been talked about, but honestly... It's been l it's been a lot of stuff that's been happening in wrestling, but there's nothing so major, you know, no no big major events that uh to where my show from last week basically doesn't matter right now. And also uh a few couple a couple of things that did kinda of are are newer are easy to kinda of jump into. But I, I wanna start the show off uh with a little bit of uh of just personal reflection and just Letting you guys know what Muncie's doing. You hear, you listen to the Mind of Muncie podcast. So, why don't you uh, get to know, or at least get more insight into my daily life these days? So, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> raising a growing child uh, has basically been my primary thing. Uh, if you guys don't know, if you're just first time listener, I do have a nine month <clears throat> old daughter now, and uh, yeah, she is growing. You know, and uh, man, she's getting so big; it's insane. And the uh, the movement now—she's walking, she's uh, wanting to uh, run, wanting to not not well, not walking, walking yet, but because she's not able to balance herself quite yet. But she's pretty much—you can't tell her that she's ready to do it. You know, uh, you know, she she's advanced so much from crawling, and it just every day she's growing, and you can see progress. Pretty much every week, honestly, but it's just insane when you spend pretty much every second of your days and nights, for the most part, with your your child to see that progress. Uh, but it, it's motivating me. It's made me finally unretire or untake a break from the gym. I've been away from the gym when it comes to lifting and doing cardio, basically for a long time. I was boxing for a while. I've done a, a couple things to try to say in a little bit of shape, but uh, compared to what I used to be and running on the elliptical or using the treadmill or, you know, lifting weights, um, I'm using the machine that, that my apartment supplies for me and using dumbbells now. So, you know, it's been feeling good. You know, I've been sore for the first time this week. Been really, really sore, but is when I'm actually doing the workout – it actually feels good because I've been sitting up in this house for pretty much nine months pretty much her entire life, basically doing my thing as a stay at home dad, primarily finding little odd jobs and little things to do besides this podcast to uh keep myself busy. but you know with my wife's schedule, I have been primarily responsible for my daughter and it's been it's been a blast, but it's also been very, very difficult. And I think one of those things is that it challenges you. Are you willing to change? Are you willing to evolve to keep up? Because I can just see it already that in the shape that I was getting in, in the shape that I was, and still am, but I'm working my way out of it now. Uh, it just wasn't, wouldn't be pretty in a few years if I just kind of kept my habits going and it's just watching her grow. Because I, at this point, I'm already struggling to keep her in one spot, and uh, she's already making me uh, kind of, you know, move more. You know, the first few months is easy. You can just lay, sit up in your, if you like me, you got a, a nice, uh, you know, comfy chair or a recliner or something. You can just chill with your baby. She's not going anywhere. You know, she's gonna, be, she's probably gonna be sleep most of the time. It's pretty simple. But now we're at that stage where she's talking, she's screaming, she's doing so much. So the fact that I'm having a quiet production now is probably due to the fact that she's in the bed asleep now. So uh, it's a a big deal. It's a big deal. But I I really am uh, motivated to finally be consistent when it comes to lifting, when it comes to running, and just my overall health, because I want to be able to run at the park with my child. I want to be able to, you know, play – in the house, anywhere we are, I just wanna be in the shape. And then overall, long term, I wanna be here. You know, at the end of the day, people who are well over 300 pounds or people who are, it's not that many 300 pound 80 year olds. Just not that many. I don't, as a matter of fact, you show me one and then I'll, I'll maybe I'll reconsider. But, <laughs> you know, the point is, most of us are going to have to, you know, for as we age, we're gonna have to give our bones. Uh, a break. We're gonna give our joint have to give our joints a break. So uh I'm motivated to get into uh, shape and be here. Uh being just healthier overall for my daughter. So uh I kind of just wanted to start off with that. Those two topics kinda go hand in hand. You know, taking care of her but also just what I'm doing for myself health wise. And uh this next topic is perfect, especially since I ended up not having co hosts here. Uh my next topic will be about just how a schedule, uh, and just how her, how my wife's schedule in particular changes everything. You know, uh, we were able to be a very consistent in the f- in f- January. I was about to say February. We're still in February. Almost at the end, but yeah, we're still here. Uh, yeah, we were maybe able to be more consistent last month because the way her schedule was set up. Wednesdays, she was pretty much going to come in at a certain set time. But we also, it's not even so much about when she comes home, it's more so to me about when we have to get up. This 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 current rotation or whatever whatever you want to call it that she's on when she's doing uh, a lot of the pediatrics. Uh we have to wake up really early for the most part. As a matter of fact, I'm staying up late now to record this. I'm gonna regret it tomorrow, but I just felt like I needed to do something because if I if I got back, if I let if I let three weeks, four weeks pass by, I would turn to a monthly podcast. And uh, you know, I just—that's not what I said. I said I wanted to do one every every couple weeks, so I just wanted to at least be able to do that. You know, I, I've been bad with keeping my word about this show. That's why I went up. I'm not surprised that the engagement sli- has slipped a little bit, but I'm thankful for everyone who still takes the time to check me out and uh, sh- you know start sharing and liking. You know, let gather the word that we are back with the Mind of Muncie podcast, but. At the end of the day, I can't blame anyone for, uh, you know, just if you have was consistent, you're probably looking at it now like, oh well, he's back, but they'll be gone again in six months. So I, I'm determined to try to at least get consistent. Whether that mean I have to be by myself, whether that mean I have to invite guests, whether that mean I have my lovely co-host uh, and you know, again, background side character of the show now, my daughter. <laughs> uh, so whatever I have to do to uh, get these shows out and talk about the stuff that you guys grew to appreciate from me uh, for over the last few years. So, yeah. uh, But yeah, it's just insane to me how it's just something as different as waking up at four in the morning, which man, it was hard this morning. And now I'm staying up because I just, the, the thing is I want my own, I want to still have my own time. I want to be able to vent like I'm doing now. I want to be able to play the game and do all the things I like doing on the game without having to hold a baby the entire time or Make sure she's not about to, you know, decapitate herself in some type of way, you know. Uh, But I think I've been doing my best. I've been doing good to adjust. Sometimes I'm not playing the games, but sometimes I'm just trying. I I rely on YouTube or television or, you know. uh, At one point, I was relying on anime. I've kind of had to get away from that because I was... Uh, You know, the thing is about any of it, video games, uh, anime, uh, television, YouTube, you get you watch it and you just start, okay, for the last few weeks I've been doing the same thing. Yes, this is fun, but I need a break. So I take a break from anime and I jump on game. And then eventually I'm probably going to, right now I'm in a very good run, got a lot of good things to play, you know, so been jumping around with a few games. So uh, I've been playing the game for a little while, but... Eventually, I'm probably going to get winded of that, take a break, get back to anime or get back to, you know, just watching random YouTube videos, whatever I got to do to have in the background while I try to keep her under wraps or entertain or help her grow. So, again, uh, it's just funny to me how just something simple as, okay, instead of waking up at 6 sometimes or maybe even 5.30, and that's not much different from 4, but waking up right at 4 in the morning it's insane. It sucks. It really, really sucks. Every time I'm getting waking up, I'm probably cursing out my poor wife because I'm just, just mad because I don't want to get up at the moment. I want to sleep in for a change. And then on the days where you think you can get a, you get a chance to sleep in, uh, like this past weekend, <laughs> my daughter's is, is like, "No, we've been waking up at this time, so I'm gonna make noise at five, six in the morning." <sighs> yeah, that's life. But yeah, man, I just. Uh, I just thought that those two personal things would be something that I could kind of just start to show off with and kind of talk about. It would have been nice if I could have gotten also some uh, back and forth with my wife so she could talk about it too, because everything I'm pretty much saying is the same thing for her, but she also has to try to do whatever she can to be a doctor. So, imagine that. Imagine carrying a doctor's load and trying to help raise a child and trying to, and then you see why I'd rather her go to sleep tonight instead of try to stay up and talk about wrestling. Like, come on, man. Like I was saying, she she says stuff all the time about how important this thing is, and, and she she really do enjoy doing this. But at some point, I'm going to have to either, you know, do it myself like this or we're just going to have to figure things out because the schedule is the, is the schedule. The schedule doesn't change. And I'm not going to be working her more just because – it's more enjoyable to record with her. But anyway, let's get into it. AEW Dynamite, Tony Khan, I think a couple of weeks back, if it wasn't a couple of weeks back, it will be by the time you hear this, because currently, as I'm speaking, AEW is literally on or about to go off. Uh, he came out, CEO, of, and uh, I don't know if he went to the ring or not I Didn't watch, but I did get wind of the big announcement, AEW Dynamite Big Business in March. I'm not sure the exact date, but they're gonna be in the TD Garden. Uh, it seems like it's setting the stages. Come on, it's called Big Business. And I think they even had uh bank statement or what money Monet. I don't know. They had something in the in the background of the graphic that pretty much let you know. Or oh, CEO, man, I think it was CEO. I don't know. Either way I go, Mercedes is obviously looking like she will be joining the All Elite Wrestling. She put out a, a hype package or a video package of just the work she's been doing to come back. Uh today literally as I'm recording this. So uh yeah, man, this is this is awesome stuff. I, I, I really think and AEW just announced they announced they, they signed uh this lady who's gonna be doing the talent stuff from WWE. And I heard that she was she worked with Mercedes a lot. So I don't know if that is even connected or if that's the same person, but if so. Also, just look at that. Just again, TK being smart enough to understand that Mercedes is a star. I said it when WWE had the chance to resign her, give her a blank check. Like she's she's just awesome. I don't know why would you want to let that go. But you know, it is what it is. I'm not in those those negotiating rooms. I don't I don't know all the details. It they did. They felt like they were fine with what where, where we at. And I told you guys at the Royal Rumble, WWE's women's division. Then if you include what's going on in NXT right now, they are fine, whether we want it, whether people want to admit it or not. Now, does that mean you don't need them to say these? Hell come on. Now it's the same thing I would say about losing Osprey or even Jay White. Like, WWE don't need those guys, but you can't tell me that. Same thing with people are saying that uh AEW is stacking too much talent in that regard. And I'm just like, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying I'm confident that AW is going to be able to utilize everyone, but everybody's not going to be the world champion. Everybody, they shouldn't. You, you know, you don't know if that's a good thing if Jay has it for a month and this guy has it for a month, Osprey and, you know, and then, you know, whatever. But I do think if Mercedes shows up, she has to beat Tony or whoever they want her to go against, Julia, whoever it is, Julia Hart, whatever, whatever they want to do. Mercedes has to be on top of that division. I think when you name an AEW Dynamite big business, when you do something like that, and it's seemingly to be to debut her, maybe even with a match in Boston, I mean, come on, man. I think she has to be the number one woman in the company. You have to uh, let Mercedes main event. Not all You don't have the main event every time she wrestles, but I just feel like especially for that show, it would be nice. Uh, and in general, you know, I think the women just have to be more important to to the overall AEW picture with someone like Mercedes. If you have a Mercedes on your roster and they're still kind of – and to be to be fair, from what I've been seeing, AEW's been doing awesome this year with a lot of the, the criticism that I've had in the past and others have had. Uh, you know, the few shows I watch, pretty good. You know, especially the, re- the wrestling's always good, but even the the effort when it comes to – drawing people in. The triple threat feud right now with Swerve and Joe and Hangman has been very, very good. What the Bucks have been doing has been very good. Uh, Tony Storm and Deanna has been telling a good story and I hope that culminates into an actual really good match. I, I've been kind of skeptical of the Tony Storm matches, not so much as her character. Her character has been great. Uh, again, I can go down the line. They've been doing, even the CMLL stuff, uh, CMLL versus AW. I have no clue, to be honest, uh, who some of those people are that that's showing up. But just like when Fantastica Mania happens in New Japan, it, it's usually pretty entertaining stuff. So I, I, I don't, and I love invasion type deals. I wish uh, we seen more, seen more. But you know how it is in the wrestling business. Not too many people want to work with each other uh, in the right manner, in a fair manner. Uh, but, yeah, man. So, again, in a lot of ways, and even the New Japan, the, the, the Brian Danielson, I was about to say New Japan Open, but really, he's been fighting everyone. You know, I think it's Akiyama is coming up. He fought Yuji Nagata. He's, you know, fought Dan, uh, ZSJ in New Japan. Like, it's, Danielson's been just getting his bucket list out of the way, and that's been awesome. So, yeah, man. Uh, even and the stuff with Eddie that he's been doing, also, really good stuff. So, I, I don't have any major negatives to say about AEW even though I, I don't necessarily get a chance to watch I don't watch all three products I don't watch Rampage, Collision, Dynamite all in a week consistently and at, maybe when Mercedes is there maybe that's something I will try to do more of. I used to but, but, I, but Collision I watch like the first three or four every week but it's hard to watch Saturday Night Wrestling for me with a child now and just again, me wanting my own free time it's tough. Even now, with dynam- like, look at what I'm recording. I'm recording it while Dynamite is going on. So, again, tough. I'm not watching it. I'm doing my own thing here. So, for me personally, it's tough. I, it's easier for me sometimes on Fridays. Fridays are a decent day usually, even when it comes to uh, my wife's schedule. So, I can watch them, at them. Same thing with Monday. Monday is usually not as bad. You know, it, sometimes it's tough. And I guess it depends on what what's going on. But even then. For the most part, even when uh, it's night shift type stuff, I still get a chance to watch uh, Monday Night Raw. So uh, it's kind of funny how that works out. But I don't watch it every second of that either. It's three hours. I jump around, usually catch the big, big magic. But, again, WWE has been doing really good, in my opinion. The Rocks promo last week, good stuff. The Cody Rose mess and just the buzz around Cody, awesome. You know, even if they did stumble into it because we know – that they probably was just trying to get Rock and Roman done uh, originally, even if they don't want to claim that uh, because of how well it's worked out for Cody. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't even get a chance to talk about that entire mess. But, I, you know, I don't have really a big opinion on it. I agree with everyone else about it when it comes to Cody. You know, Cody's awesome. He won the Royal Rumble. It was all He always looked stupid giving up that opportunity to The Rock. So I do like how they kind of pivoted. At the uh, press conference, let The Rock disrespect every other wrestling family. So then you have Cody, rightfully so. Be like, hold on, man. You know, no, you're not going to do that. You know, this is originally my choice. You know, now he did, he is kind of going back on it because he did say not at WrestleMania. I do remember that vividly, but let's just scrap that. We know what's going on. The fans got behind them, you know, and I like it. I don't have a problem with it. Bailey's stuff with uh, damage control. They kind of slowed down that momentum. More attention. I agree. I agree with everyone who's been saying it. Bayley and Io and what they've been doing that storyline with her the Royal Rumble is just as compelling, if not more, and you know, uh, than what Cody and them have going on. So, yeah, I think WrestleMania is going to be cool. I can't wait to see what happens at the Chamber. We'll talk about uh, that card in a second. I don't really have uh, major. Predictions, or I, I will try to predict it, but I don't really have anything uh, concrete to be honest yet when it comes to predictions. So if I do the podcast, if I do the W R podcast, uh, and, I, and, I, and, he t- and he James says I had different predictions, you know what happened? I said I thought about it again. Uh, come on, I mean it's Wednesday right now, so some of this is final because some of these matches I don't really have to think much about, but yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, AW. Uh, to get back to them, I-, I think it's awesome what they're doing, big business. I wish Mercedes the best. I can't wait to see is a, l- a lot of talent that she could just go in there, do her thing with. I'm thinking the first night you just throw her right in there with Breed if she's ready, or give us you know a Mercedes Thunder Rosa type of deal, or you know whatever. Insert name here. I mean, honestly, I'm excited about it all. It's nothing. It's no, is no one you really wouldn't be able to want to see Mercedes with because. Any fresh opponent, honestly, with somebody with her talent, it's going to be great. And then with the connections that Tony uses, it's not, it's not relegated to the AEW women's roster. You know, we could get uh, uh, Joshi wrestlers. We could get, uh, you know, Valkyrie from CMLL to come up. Stephanie Valkyrie So, man, again, she's going to be great. And I don't think – I'm not a guy who cares too much about ratings or anything about that, but I'm pretty sure – Hopefully, we'll see a ratings bump for them. And what I care more about for them, if you want them to be around, is making sure they continue to sell out wherever they go or, you know, start selling out in some of these places. Not that I think it's a big problem, like some people are trying to make it, because, uh, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I think that's what it is. I just want them to, we if if whether you like AW, whether you think they're the best, whether you think they're not, whether you hate WWE, whatever it is, I just think if you think if you want either company or any company in this wrestling business to fail, you're a fucking idiot. Anyway, AEW possibly landed Okada as well as already having Osprey, looking like they have Mercedes, having Jay White, that whole thing. It as a New Japan fan, it's it's crazy, it's insane to me. It, it hurt at first, but at the end of the day, I'm not so personally invested in the companies to where I anti. These wrestlers making their own choice. Tony is doing the right, he's saying the right things, he's doing the right things, and he's probably letting them know that I'm going to give you money that rivals or if not exceeds WWE what they're offering you, and I'm not going to change a thing about you. So something's going to happen. Tony's going to start making WWE start to pivot what they do, which means everyone is going to get the Jay Cargill or get more of an AJ Styles type of presentation. When they start coming to WWE, which I don't, I don't necessarily believe so. I feel like if 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 people were saying they were gonna give up, let Okada go to NXT, someone like Okada, I and mean, then I don't think they're gonna change, to be honest. And I think honestly, at this point, the way NXT has been doing, they're 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 trying to try to build up, you know, these raw great athletes that WWE keep picking up nil deals like the Femis and some of these other young guys and girls. So. That might be the formula, I think, for WWE while, while Tony continues to just soak up all of the great independent and, uh you know, lesser known but uber talented and more experienced talents. Now, I'm not saying that's the only thing he's going to get, but I'm just saying that obviously seemed like the formula for AEW, and I don't mind it. You know, as a, someone who loves professional wrestling, I don't really care because, you know, and I, and maybe AEW can be known as a dream match promotion, but I do I think that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we'll have to see how everything turns out when it comes for how successful any of it is. But I don't have any, I don't have a problem with any of it, man. It's the business, and all those people agree to the deals, and I think if that's what they want to do, same thing with, like, uh, Rocky Romero working in the office for New Japan, but also possibly, I think he works in the office for AEW. If that's what's going on, if New Japan don't mind, if Tanahashi is letting stuff like that go on, then I can't be a, 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 I can't just be so opinionated to where I'm like, damn it, man! I can't believe, I don't I hate this relationship because it don't feel like New Japan is getting anything from it. Hey, they're getting something from it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's been it's positive. Have to be from their point of view something of it, and it, it's all fair game. So I can't get mad at it. But at the end of the day, I think as a wrestling fan, I'm not gonna complain about getting banger matches or great, you know ideas for matches or situations that I never thought. I never would have dreamed Okada would be wrestling full-time in America, but that's seemingly what we might be getting soon, so I don't know whether he ends up in AEW, whether he doesn't. Uh, Same thing with what's going on with Mercedes. I'm pretty sure she will end up in AEW, but no matter what ends up happening, I just hope that as wrestling fans, we're all continuing to be spoiled, because whether wrestling fans know it or not, man, we just... Spoil, man, in a lot of ways. We got the rock back full not necessarily full time, but like on a run to WrestleMania. We got we got so much going on. We got great young talent in the NXT growing, like the mellow and trick story that's been told down there. We have uh Drew McIntyre's heel run. We have what Cody Rose has been doing as a top guy, the Jay and Jimmy Uso, or you know, uh the women's elimination chamber and just the amount of talent that's in that. So uh you know, we just we're just spoiled just in a lot of ways um, in both sides of the game. And I already mentioned what everything that AEW is doing positive right now. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're in a great spot. We're in a great spot. Now, what I will say as wrestling fans where we're not in a great spot is the Vince McMahon stuff. Stephanie uh, knowing about Ashley Mazzara potentially and all of that, that stuff. None of that looks good. That's making us all look like weirdos. and Not necessarily weirdos, not, not particularly us, but I'm just saying, as wrestling fans, it's just one of those situations where it's like, well, damn, you know? Um, not that I'm tired of hearing about it and not that it reflects bad on us c- compared to them because it just really looks bad for them. It looks way worse for them than it does for us. Uh, but it's just one of those situations where, you know, you just, just – you watch their product, not that not that it's unfathomable that people could be that way. It's just the more, the more you hear about it, the longer it drags on, the more you really realize like, wow, it's just something that 10, 10, 15 years ago, I probably wouldn't just imagine that will be happening to them. Not that I think that they're holier than than that or whatever, or not that I just don't expect it. It's just one of those things. But what I will say is to hear your heroes, to hear the John Cena's, the Randy Orton's, some of these great wrestlers who were close with Vince talk about it. Just say no comment, guys. Not, and I'm not even going to go hard on what Randy said. I love Randy's comments because Randy's comments had a lot of honesty to him. And he also openly admitted to to reading it and kind of being like, you know, taken aback. But at the same time, he, you know, he feels like Vince owes him everything. You know, he owes Vince everything, which – I can understand it. It's a very human response, in my opinion, from Randy. And the uh, same thing can be considered from John Cena's perspective. I feel like John Cena is being very human, but at the same time, to uh, he said, uh, you know, it's complicated to listen to, and to uh, you know, he don't put a lot of time and equity into it. You know, still a long way to go. Which is implying that okay, he needs to see how the legal process plays out. Which uh, okay, fair, but you know, this is a, a guy that you were close to. Being accused and you got we got missed you got a lot of stuff so it's like you're better off if you're so conflicted just saying nothing you know what I mean uh, the whole value system and the other parts of his quote you know the end result of being accountable okay that sounds fine but the end too or the end the part of the uh, the quote that everyone ran off with because you know I didn't listen I didn't listen to his interview completely with uh, Howard Stern. Uh, for him to be like, you know, he, I'm going to love the person I love, you know, be their friend. I love you. you got a hill to climb. Like, why are you talking about, like, Vince is the victim? Like, what do you mean you got a hill to climb? You, you know, it's coming from a perspective that comes off almost like, oh, Vince is being railroaded. Is that what Vince telling? him? He's in a circle. He's being railroaded. <laughs> no, yeah, he. maybe you can just look at it from the simple fact that, yes, Vince McMahon has a heel to climb to prove his innocence. Sure, he does. But again, that's why I just think you better off saying that you better off just saying you know what uh, I, I respect to the victims uh, I, or you know the, per, the the alleged victims you know I, nothing but love to them but I don't have I don't have no no comment I love Vince I love Vince McMahon no comment uh, but you know respect to the victims and you know the alleged situations were horrible but I have nothing else to say. Because even what I just said may be too much. But you see what I'm saying? It's just like, if you're not going to come out and either be damning or if you're not going to come out and just be like, I love Vince McMahon, he did a lot for me. You know, and then again, I'm not saying you should be because I feel like that's a place where the internet, that's what what the internet wants. I'm just saying if you want to avoid getting dragged by the internet. Now, in real life, normal people can look at your comments and see – this is a very human response. These are these people obviously care about the old man. You know what I mean, and that's fair. But at the same time, you have to understand what we're talking about. When someone is accused of the stuff that that man has been accused of, you can't you can't bring the kid gloves out. We know we don't care about what he's done for you. You know what I mean, or people don't care about what he's done for you or what your personal feelings is about him. Put that to the side and understand that we're talking about somebody who's been accused of doing. Some very, very messed up stuff to fellow employees, even if you guys weren't, you know, in the know, you know. Uh, So anyway, I'm not going to go deep into that because I've always kind of said my piece on what I feel about the whole situation anyway uh, when it comes to Vince, But it's just again, it's easy, man. Just say no comment. Move on. Let everything play out. If you want to do a shoot interview, you want to talk about it legitimately after the fact, which you, most of people probably won't because once he settles, or I don't know, I don't think she's going to accept a settlement, but once everything is over, whether that ends in jail time or whatever, I doubt <laughs> anybody who's close to Vince is going to want to talk about it anymore. But, yeah, man, uh, again, just like, I, just like I said with Triple H, when he kind of had weeks stuff to say, it's the same thing goes uh, for John Cena. Not so much for Randy Orton, but, you know, maybe some people want to throw what Randy said too because, you know, but, I, again, I thought Randy kind of was like, if it's true, Randy also kind of implied that if it's true, man, that's it'll break his heart. I think that's the part people didn't like, that he was like, if it is true, how it will break his heart. But that's that's a very human, human response. You know, uh, I love what Brett said. Brett Hart was even better, you know, just like, he happy people are throwing <laughs> or, you know or getting basically getting their leaks in on Vince, you know, cause if he did that, you know, he deserved every one of them. And that's true, you know. Uh I think I'm just some summarizing what Brett said because, you know, again, Brett didn't do not mind <laughs> letting people know that yeah, he was close to him, but at the same time, he was like, Man, you know, you're a weird bastard if that if that stuff is true and that's what you're into. So Again, I think that's a legit, a legit response. Brett is probably the most honest about it. I like what Sean said, too, even though he kind of also reiterated the whole sad thing. A lot of the people who work with Vince have been reiterating sad. So, I don't know. I don't expect them to come out and be like, he's a monster. Woo. It's a legal court. So, even if they knew something, they don't want to be implicated that they knew something they haven't been saying anything. They Also, if they don't know anything, you don't. Just come out and say that whether you read the thing and was like, Oh, that sounds like that sick bastard or not. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't I don't expect that. So I think I think even Tony was like, I can't really comment on it, but I talk about AW, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's a court case. I think people on the internet really get too into it and really think that everyone should have their thought process about it. Uh even the people who are close to it. And I saw some people really saying, oh, my hero let me down. And, John, I'm just like, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't condemn him. If you hate what he said, do your thing. But I'm just saying I don't necessarily think that he can't be your hero anymore because of that. I just feel like it's a very complex situation for them. You know, for me, for you, it's not so complex. But for for people who really love that man, Maybe it is. And I guess if you can put yourself in their shoes of, like, you know, I I think everybody would say, but, like, if it's somebody close to you, would you condemn them completely or would you try to – would you wait out the process? Would you believe them if they said this is not true and wait it out? Or would you just look at the lawsuit and then jump on somebody you look at like a father or whatever? Again, very, very complex stuff. But, hey, I'm not here to be philosophical about – uh, this stu- uh topic mostly because I don't know anything you guys don't really know anything other than what he's been accused of and people are allowed to feel the way they are allowed to feel whichever way whichever way so let's get to internet I talked about that way longer than I planned on but I, I thought I-, I thought I had I, thought, I think I handled that pretty well if I didn't please uh you know angry mob Hit me up. Let me know uh how you guys feel. The judgment day versus the new catch republic. Not used to that, but British strong style, Pete Dun Pete Dunn versus Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate will be fighting for the tag team championships. Uh I've been hearing about this so called split of the tag team titles happening at some point. I think if Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate were Australian, I probably would say uh that Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate will win with the help of R Truth in some kind, some way, shape or form. Uh, but since they're not, and I think uh the Australian on this card that will probably be in the main event if not the chamber match is not in the if the cha- if either chamber match don't end at last. Uh I think Rear is gonna stand tall with her belt. I kinda spoiled that Rhea Ripley fighting Nia Jacks. Uh it's gonna be a very, very uh physical match in front of her home home's country because i don't know if she's actually from perth i don't think so but uh yeah it's gonna be uh, her own country slash continent whatever you want to call it her turf uh even though naya was born there uh ripley is probably gonna retain so i can go ahead and get that out of the way i love what they love what naya's been doing love what they've been doing together but ripley's gonna retain and i think judgment they probably should too so they can all stand tall get some love uh you know, at the end of Elimination Chamber, they've been a great faction. Uh, that might be one of the last imageries of them in perfect sync, you know, going into Mania, uh, because I do think this R-Truth stuff may come back to them, but or maybe it's over after that uh, banger of an eight-man tag. And if that's the case, then I definitely still think they're going to retain. Uh, even though I wouldn't mind uh, British Strong's doll winning, I just don't know other than just kind of doing a Cody and Jay type of just title switch. I don't know why we would do it now in Elimination Chamber. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Liv Morgan versus Tiffany Stratton versus Naomi versus Raquel Rodriguez. Whoever wins will fight Rhea Ripley, who I just mentioned earlier, uh, for the uh, Women's World Championship at WrestleMania. So this is a tough one. It's like do you think the story that they've been trying to tell Rhea Ripley kind of for a little while now and Becky Lynch – is that the one that wins out and Becky Lynch wins the chamber? Bianca and to me would Bianca and Rhea would probably be the dream match type of deal that you would go for. And I wouldn't mind that. I don't think anyone would complain, but I do think that since Bianca keeps reiterating that she has won limited Chamber before, it's like, ah, okay, well, I don't know if I should pick you uh <laughs> in this situation. Uh, But, you know, whatever, Liv Morgan has history with real Ripley. I just don't think with Becky and Bianca, with someone that, with people, same thing with Tiffany Stratton here, and and unfortunately Naomi and Raquel. I actually would lump all of them back because even though Raquel has history with real, she's just returning. Don't think that she's going to be able to want, be the one to win. I just don't think with be- Becky or Bianca, you would choose Raquel at this current state. Same thing with Tiffany Stratton. New, she's probably going to do something that, you know, lives in people's hearts forever so she can kind of get a, a nice, great uh, special debut, but I don't think she's going to win it. And Naomi on the return, also probably going to do something awesome, might even have a pretty good showing, but I don't think she will win it. Liv Morgan may come close, possibly even final two, but I just don't think Liv Morgan uh, – Again, I just don't know how you can pick against Bianca or Belair. I mean, Bianca, I said Bianca or Belair. Like, well, Bianca or Becky in this situation. I'm, I'm Right now, I'm, I'm leaning towards Becky Lynch. I just feel like that's where they want to go. And I just don't. I feel like with Bianca, since she's on SmackDown, they can find something for Bianca to do, whether they're challenging for the tag titles and she can still be undefeated at WrestleMania or whatever. Liv Morgan, unfortunately, because she's just returned from injury, they might just put her in a showcase or just like, you know what I mean? Or... Leave her off the show completely, unfortunately. Uh, Tiffany's new. Don't need the spot. Naomi would be nice. But, again, I feel like Naomi's also someone you can find something to do. Throw her in the team with Bianca if Jade's not ready or whatever. And they can fight Oscar and Kyrie, even though I could be just throwing it out there. But I'm just saying I can see them doing other things because they're on SmackDown. I don't think this is as, uh, you know, necessary for them. Raquel is another person. Uh, who again knew probably can get left off the show. I don't want her to get left off of WrestleMania. But I just again I just it's hard for me to believe Becky won't be on the card and it's hard for me to believe that they won't make the match with Becky and But again, Bianca is another one where you be like, you guys had a chance literally last year when Rear won the Royal Rumble. You you guys chose to not go with this match that a lot of people wanted. But again, I don't think they've been they haven't been planting the seeds of a Bianca. Getting that shot. It's been more so Becky and I. You know I don't I don't mind. I think Becky probably wins. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. So Co- Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. Glad they're right by each other. I think they cancel each other out. They're probably gonna have a rematch at WrestleMania sometime. Some type of crazy stipulation for the US title. That's just probably what I'll see because Logan Paul made the decision that he was done with Kevin, but Kevin didn't necessarily say he was done with him. They cancel each other out. L.A. Knight has been coming close, uh, and possibly uh, you could see him getting the nod, but since this is for self-title, he doesn't have much history there. I think L.A. Knight and same goes for Bobby Lashley, kind of cancel themselves out. Bobby might even get attacked, or like like and Razor comes in the chamber. I hope not, because I want the chamber to just be a good chamber match. But Aikman Razor might pull him out the chamber or something, screw him, something like that, because I know his stuff with Cross is not done. And uh, Arthur's of Pain. Drew McIntyre's the one. Drew McIntyre's the one that makes the most sense. He has the history with Self. He's been on an epic tear. He's on Raw. Great heel run. Great contrast with Seth Rollins. Someone who I think Seth Rollins can lose to. And no one will be mad at what Seth has been able to do for that title. And I, the only thing that's been kinda killing me with the Drew stuff. The reason why I feel like he should be world term, but I wasn't sure if he w- would be, was because his contract situation, hopefully that uh, you know, WWE smart enough to realize he's money and you don't want to let him go because he's he's just been doing a great job as a heel. And uh and he's justifiable. I think he every even even him being a hypocrite on the most recent Monday when he cheated Cody, by the way, being the only person to pin Cody besides Roman. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Drew Drew's one of them guys, and I feel like that's what they need. needs to show here. Let Drew dominantly win this, even if you have a legend like Randy Orton in the match. Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton. As a matter of fact, I said LA Knight and Bobby get canceled out together. Really, Randy Orton and LA Knight counsel each other out. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Randy Orton and LA Knight feud at Mania or something like that because it just you know give LA Knight a chance against a big name like a Randy. Now the thing is, do you do you book LA Knight? Do you want to even risk messing up LA Knights or do you book Randy as a heel again? How do you get there? But I just, again, I don't Everyone else in this match makes sense or could be reasonable, but no one makes more sense than Drew. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the card so far. We got another four match card as of the way it looks now. Something changes, something is added. Uh, You guys, my prediction, you know, I don't know. You, you, You guys can just assume that I went with the one that makes the most sense. But, but yeah, man, thank you guys for listening. Uh, That was the Elimination Chamber predictions. Uh, This was a pretty good show. I had fun doing this. Uh, I got 40 minutes of content out talking to myself. Still getting used to this. I'm going to try to get a little bit better, have more opening questions. I also got exciting ideas, you know. Uh, I was thinking about, I was going to just make it like a tab of the gaming of, of, of mind the and, and just make it like a gaming version of the show. But maybe, maybe we come up with our own name. I, I'm working on something. I'll let you guys know when we got something more concrete, but definitely thinking about doing something with some people. But we, we should get here and just talk about games, man. I'm gaming so much these days, mostly in a single player uh, velocity at this point. That's just the way I prefer to play games. Uh but yeah, I could sit here and talk about Persona, Yakuza, and just all the RPGs that I play, Baldur's Gate, Mass Effect, just everything, Dragon Age. <laughs> I could just sit here and talk about stuff like that forever. Uh so uh just be on the lookout because I, I always wanted to do a game podcast. I had I did one for a short period of time that never that was never released. That was cool. Can't wait to see uh what we can do. But uh yeah. Just be on the lookout. I, I don't, I'm not giving you guys a warning for nothing. Uh, when it's official, it'll be official. Follow me at Mind Monty Paul on Twitter. If you're not, uh, I'm, thank you for listening. Thank you for finding this. Uh, type in Mind Monty on YouTube. Subscribe there so you can get more. I haven't been active at all. Have to, I have to do better uh, when in regards to that? Uh, and I've do better in a lot of phases, but I, I think since I'm getting my life together personally. The podcast will also, you know, follow me along. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Adios. Arrivederci. Peace out, people. Love you.